it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Do me a favor, subscribe to the John Conway Report. Wherever you get your podcast, you watch it on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. You can find us there as part of Empire Media. That's A-M-P-I-R-E. Always much appreciated when you tune in. And as you know by now, you can become a member of the show. We appreciate all of you who have done so thus far and we'll continue to give you content. We have a few videos up now. Going to be getting more up very, very soon. And after they announce the full coaching staff, I'm going to do another private Zoom for the gold members. And then that gets av- that becomes available for the other members after we record it. So more, more to come, more to come, more to come. Also, you can read my work on ESPN.com, as I believe you should know. Anyways, I got a few notes and things for you today. Not going to spend a long time talking, which, you know, probably sometimes is not a bad thing because there's not a, well, there is a few, there are a few things to say. So I don't want to say there's not as much because there are more. And I'm kind of going back over that press conference from the other day, the introductory press conference of Dan Quinn. And we talked, Bram and I talked a lot about Dan Quinn on the pot, on the live stream show the other night about what it meant. But one of the things I think that I kind of wanted to touch upon today a little bit, in addition to some other things, I'm going to talk a little bit about the coaching staff in a minute and a few other items. But one of the things with, with uh, Josh Harris, and I think what did this search reveal about him? What did both searches reveal about him for the GM and the, for the coach? Now, for I think in, in a lot of cases, the, there were different things. Like with Adam Peters, he was the guy. They went and they got him. That was a little bit more of an aggressive search because they knew that he was the number one guy out in the market. And that's who they needed to get because there was a clear distance between him and everybody else in that GM candidacy pool. That that one, so that that one was, that's where you see the aggressiveness. That's where you see, you know, within four or five days of the season ending that that guy is already signed by Washington after, as he said, a thorough but um, rap or fa- fear, thorough but fast search. And that's what it became. So, but I think the word thorough is also there too. And I think deliberate is also part of the, how you would describe Josh Harris. And we saw that in the code search. And I think there are a couple of things that, again, that stand out and the you know, very deliberate. And one of the things that when I, I wrote a story about him before the end of the season, and one of the things when you talk to people, like he wants information, he wants to know all the, he wants to make sure they, he has all the answers that you have, more importantly, all the answers when you're coming to him with information. Have you considered this? Have you considered that? He wants to go make sure that everything is checked off before you make that decision. And it's deliberate. And, you know, could that cost him at times? I guess. I don't know that it really cost him the guy that they really ultimately wanted and got. Certainly, you know, Ben Johnson, it wasn't that that took him out. It was Ben Johnson that took himself out. And I'm not so sure after the interview process that Ben Johnson would have been the guy anyways, just because um, I think Dan Quinn just how his interview was, but we don't know that. But my point is it was deliberate and it wasn't, you know, I think one of the other things you see is he's, he wasn't going to cave to public pressure and or to public sentiment. 
and to public narratives. And I think that's a good thing for an owner to be. You can't sit there and let with the public, whether it's media, fans, whatever, determine your course of action, where you're going to go and who you may think is best for this franchise because you're the guy in the room. Nobody else is. You're the guy in the room with the other with your other decision makers. So if this is if this is how you want to do it, this is how you see it for this, and you're not sitting there like I don't think you know there's, there was this perception there was all this panic. There was never any panic here. But I, again, I think it's more. And I'm not even talking about the coach. I'm talking about just for general style moving down the road here, how he how the approach, how they approached it. And I think it's a good thing you're not sitting there worrying about um, how what fans or media say you should do or you should get this guy. Ben Johnson was on the list, but I'll go back to like when Dan Snyder was here and um, when they went and got Jay Gruden, well, they talked to a few people, but going into the process, it was always Jay Gruden. And I don't think anything was going to deter them based on how the process went. I don't think they're going to change their minds. I think it's good to have a group that you go into the process, maybe thinking one guy with two guys that up at the top, Maybe one guy a little bit ahead because innovative offense, that's where the league is going, right? So you, but, but throughout the process, you may change your mind. I think you need to be open minded. I think I look back and I'm not comparing Dan Quinn to Mike Tomlin, but the Steelers landed on Mike Tomlin because they kept an open mind during the process. A lot of people assumed there's going to be Russ Grimm. Well, it wasn't. And um, it, it was Mike Tomlin. So because they kept an open mind, I think that's the best, that's a good way to operate. Because what if you get in that process and something changes your perception and you say, oh, I thought it was this guy. But now, you know, you have to allow yourself to maybe think that, you know what, maybe this guy is better for the franchise. And so for whether it's this search, the next one, the one after, whatever, you know, for 10 years, 20 years, whenever it is, I think it's a I think it's a healthier way to operate than what they've done. I mean, you know, I don't know how many times I mean, the one long search that they had here under Snyder it ended up in Jim Zorn. Um, this is not Jim Zorn. So that 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 was a ridiculous one, as I well remember, and as you well remember. But again, I think, so it looks, the deliberation, the thoroughness, and I think at times the aggressiveness when you, with Adam Peters especially, and that's what he has shown, that's what Harris shown in, has shown in like Philadelphia and the New Jersey Devils. In Philadelphia, like you go out, you know, Daryl Moore becomes available. That's the guy you want to in your organization. You go get him right away. And, you know, if Doc Rivers becomes available, that's the guy you want, you go get him right away. I think in this case, there was no guy that you just said, you've got to get this guy right away. There's also a process in the, in the NFL that maybe slows things down a little bit because of some of the rules and requirements that that trip it up. So um, anyways, but I think it's to me, that's kind of what it said a little bit about Josh Harris um, going through the just kind of being having access to what was going on during that time. And, you know, the other thing, hey, listen, I, you go back to like Steve Spurrier, Snyder had to have him. There was no thoroughness to it. There was never like part of the, I remember when Spurrier went through his interviews with another team, it may have been Atlanta and they didn't want him because part of the problem they had with him, he could not answer, Hey, who's your good staff? Who, who's going to be on your staff? That's a big question. You know, I, I've heard of coaches throughout this process who maybe teams just, just, kind of took them off their list because they didn't like some of the guys that may be on their on their list for coaches. Well, Spurrier couldn't answer that. That's a red flag to teams. They took him off the list. This team didn't care because the owner only wanted Steve Spurrier. That's the guy, and that's the guy I got to have. And maybe other GMs would say, yeah, that's a great guy, but you still need to know 
after going through the process, like, you know what, maybe he's not the guy because he doesn't know X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And yet it didn't matter because this guy had to have him. And so I think it's good when you have that deliberate, thorough approach, because it can usually end up, you usually end up on, on a better solution than where you would have otherwise. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Your bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code KIME, K-E-I-M. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code KIME, K-E-I-M. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I think it also, I think what we saw with Adam Peters is the more you're around him, the more I understand why he likes a guy like Dan Quinn. I think there's just, I think there's an understanding of how to work within an organization and a desire to do that. You have Quinn at, he was at a different point in his career than he was earlier where he had more power now it's like, I don't think, uh, you know, you get to a point where like, you don't need the power you want to coach and you want to win. And I think that's an important, important distinction um, in this situation. I also think when you have a young GM, it's probably good to pair him with an experienced head coach. I know it's worked in, in, in San Francisco with Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Kyle was been around the game quite a long time, but you know, I think in this situation, I do think it's a good thing to, that, that Peters is paired with a veteran coach, but we don't, again, we don't know how it's going to go and we don't know how it would have gone otherwise. 
Um, but I do think that's that's not a bad thing for them to to have, because what Quinn has done in the past, what what the what the what the Commanders want is what Quinn has done, which is help build an organization. It's not just about anything else other than that. That's it's about building the organization. And again, to me, it starts Harris, Peters, Quinn. It's those three at the at the table the other day is why the franchise has chance. Not one guy. It's three guys because if you just have the one. Joe Gibbs was here. He was one guy, and it didn't work the way that people maybe had hoped in the past because that one guy needed more help from the other two. Well, the other two couldn't provide it. So you you could only go so far with Joe Gibbs. And they two playoff seasons in four years is like a freaking dynasty here under Snyder. But you have to have the three guys, that little holy, that holy football trinity in an organization to make it work. And now that fourth one, of course, is the quarterback. Because um, if you, you know, you, you don't just, you know, it's not just about the coach here. It's about the setup in the organization. And um, that's what, that's what, you know, it is. And the other, you know, the funny thing is too, when you look at the alignment part, you look at, you listen to Dan Quinn and he's a guy, he was, he talked about at the press conference about how he's good friends with Steve Kerr and he sees how it was with him with Bob Myers, of course, who's in, you know, with, when they were at Golden State and the importance of that, that shared vision to a championship setup. And again, not that others wouldn't have seen that, but it's but this is what they liked here. Um, so, you know, and the other thing that I like that we hadn't really get in, gotten into is with, you know, what style of defense it is and is it 3-4 or 4-3? And the thing that I like is that what he said, what Quinn said, it's attitude and play style. It's really not about what's the scheme because the scheme, there are only so many ways to run each of these schemes. What you need is the talent to fit those schemes. When these guys ran a 3-4, the 3-4 wasn't the issue. It was the lack of the – it was playing a 3-4 when you didn't have the right 3-4 talent. That's what it was, and I'm with you there. But if, if you find the right talent, the 3-4 works. But if you can't find the big nose guard, you can't find the pass rushing outside linebackers the way you want, then it's not going to work. And it's not about the scheme. It's about the players that you're putting in those spots within that scheme. You know, And, the, and then the other thing is I think – with with well, again within that, I just think it's important that in, first of all the base defenses change, and if you're based four three or three four, things change quite a bit because the nickel packages etc. And then in later podcasts, I'm going to get into some of the fits for guys on offense and defense, how their roles might change, and I've talked to some people about that already, or like who might be a really good fit in in Cliff Kingsbury's offense on this roster and who might not be as good a fit in this roster. Same thing on defense. Who's going to, you know, is it going to be a drastic change? And I've talked, some people who feel like the systems are similar enough to just the big, a big change. And one of the things we heard from Quinn in the pressure is about keeping things simple, right? A big, a big criticism here with, with Del Rio was, and even from coaches in the building was the, the worst they'd be played the more layers you put on that defense and the more like there were so many rules and changes to those that it prevented from guys from, from really playing fast. And that's one of the things I think it's important here with Quinn is that you play good defenses, play fast. And it's not, be, again, it's usually not because of scheme, it's because of the rules within there and what are you asking them to do? And there are too many times where they felt like, especially with the secondary that they felt like they were asking them to do too much and it was too hard for them. And one of the guys, this is one way that, I was told by someone here that 
this is where they miss Chris Harris quite a bit because he would push back against Del Rio on some of this. And it's like, hey, these guys, you're asking to do too much. They can't do that. And Del Rio might listen to him. Well, that that didn't exist last year. And so with each subsequent week, it seemed like the struggles, then it's then it became add more, add more, add more. And then by that point, you'd see these breakdowns and like, how is this always happening? Well, sometimes it's just that. And so I think if Quinn can get them, that's one of the things I've heard about his defense is he doesn't have as many layers to it, which allows you to play a little bit faster. And that's obviously always a good thing because good defenses play fast. So um, that, that was a big thing. And then one of the other things we talked that, that people ask about is the, is the scouts and all that. Well, I think you heard in there, the scouts are going to be here. The front office is going to stay the way it is. Through the draft. Now, after that, I don't think there's I don't think there's any guarantee what's going to happen because typically if you bring in a new staff, the scouts get changed after the draft. You want to keep them that long. The front office, we still don't know the full setup yet. We know that these guys are sticking around for how long? We don't know. And again, through the draft, it certainly sounds like and then be then then it's like, okay, who proved to you that they should stick around? That's kind of what it's going to be at this situation and then with the coaching staff and I dropped some nuggets on there for the members uh yesterday morning but with the coaching staff my guess is we're going to have we're going to see some movement over the next few days with some hirings and then filling out the staff probably by Monday or Tuesday would not shock me if there's a press conference I think let's say I'm going to say probably next Tuesday or Wednesday with Kingsbury and Joe Witt and then, and then having maybe some a lot of the all the assistance available to the media, um, and and so I think that could be would not surprise me if that's like next Wednesday or so. So that staff will be filling out soon, and you know that that's going to be the next big thing for Quinn because again, I can sit here and tell you how much people like this hire, but if you don't fill out the staff right, and another the next to me the next big hire is offensive line, and if you don't fill all this stuff out right. Um, it's it's not going to go as well. And then quarterback. So anyway, folks, that's it for me. I just wanted to kind of update you on some of that stuff and just some extra, thought, extra thoughts that I had. So I appreciate you tuning in. I'll be back on Friday morning with another episode. So I'll talk to you next time.